Welcome to episode 19 of the Painting Experience Podcast. On the podcast, founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration from his ongoing workshops and retreats. Today, Stuart talks about why we so often experience resistance when undertaking a creative project and how we can work with that resistance so instead of remaining stuck, we're free to move deeper. I think it's pretty impossible to undertake process painting without meeting the phenomena of resistance. And it's actually a fairly important part of the experience of not only process painting, but creative action in any realm is the fact is resistance shows up. I think it's really important to understand something about resistance because it has the tendency to become a burden. It has the possibility of becoming a way in which we diminish ourselves or feel diminished by the reality of resistance because we do resist. And everyone experiences this, I think, when we create a project for ourselves that we think we really want, and then we set up all sorts of barriers for doing it. And then we abandon projects and we have all these loose ends in our lives and unfinished threads that have never been completed. And we feel like we're a failure, that we feel like we're not living up to our full potential. It can actually undermine our belief in ourselves. And so it's important to understand resistance. There's more to it than we think. I started getting interested in resistance when I was teaching weekly painting classes. And I did this for many years. And we had a process in the studio where if someone called before they were going to miss a class and let us know, then they would have the opportunity to make up the class at a later date. And so I had many conversations with people around not coming to class. And of course, certain ones were legitimate and people had things come up that didn't allow them to attend. But many times people didn't want to come because they were resisting. And so I would have these very interesting conversations around resistance with people if they were willing to acknowledge it. And I found that if someone came to class after our conversation, after acknowledging their resistance and then showing up anyway, that usually something quite interesting happened. Usually something rather profound happened, something transformative. And that the very resistance sort of pointed at a potential. Resistance was really acknowledging that something was up. And of course, the ego mind doesn't want to be disrupted. So when something's up, it's going to say, no, I'm not going to deal with that. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go through any kind of disruption. I don't want to have to feel vulnerable. And I think this is what I began to discover around resistance was that it actually signaled a vulnerability. It was our reaction to a creative potential and the vulnerability that we felt in relationship to that. And then I began to see too that Within the experience of process painting, resistance was one of the main conversations that I would have with people in front of their painting. 
something would announce itself and they would not want to do it and they would have all these reasons for not doing it. You know, recently I was working with a young man who came to a uh, painting class for the first time. He was in his early 20s. And I think he told me early on that he realized he was at a place in his life where he needed to get out of the box. He was feeling constrained. He was feeling kind of stuck. And he had the courage to sign up for this painting class. I really appreciated that. He had no experience in art or in painting, and it was definitely a new environment for him. So as he got started, he found it really easy. He really enjoyed working with the colors. He told me, you know, I haven't painted since childhood and maybe grade school, and, and this is really fun. And so he was really cooking for a while. And then at a certain point I came up and he seemed to be stopped and he said, I've got all this color around the edges and I thought of putting a figure in the middle, but I'm not going to do it. So I said, you know, Vince, there's something I need to warn you about in this course that you have to be really careful about telling me what you're not going to do because that usually signals to me that you do want to do it, and you're just afraid to do it. So he, he kind of saw that and did it. He actually painted a figure. So I came back later, and he said, you know, I never thought I could do a figure. I never would have done it like this if, if I'd had a plan. It's really interesting. And I thought I, for some reason, I'm seeing wings behind the figure, but, you know, I decided I'm not going to put the wings. And I said, Vince, you just did it again. You just told me what you're not going to do. And we got a big laugh, and he said, oh, shit. And he went ahead and did it. And so we ended up having a series of these meetings, you know, these moments in front of the painting in which he would forget and tell me again what he was not going to do and then have an oh, shit moment and realizing he actually did want to do it and then do it. And uh, it became kind of a theme for our time together. Sometimes I call these contrary indicators, that the no is really a yes, that the meaning is really the opposite of what we're saying, and the appearance of something that we think we don't want to do, especially if it has a little juice behind it. In other words, I'll, sometimes I'll ask them, how bad do you not want to do it? I'm looking for how much energy there is in that rejection, is actually a signal that we do want to do it, that there's creative potential there, that the resistance is actually an invitation, and it's asking us to let go. Now, this doesn't mean you have to paint everything that you resist. I think that's taking it rather superficially, because... There are certain things we really don't want to paint. The resistance can often be an indication that we do want to paint it and that we're afraid to paint it and that we are resisting it for that reason. But there are things that arise often in the creative process, thoughts that come to us that really don't have any energy and don't want to be painted. So it's important not to make a rule out of you have to paint everything you resist painting or you have to paint everything you don't want to paint because that becomes too rote. The real question is, does it call you on some level, despite your fear? And very often, people will say to me, you know, it'll ruin it if I do it. It'll change the painting in a way that I don't like. 
I don't know how to do it, therefore it'll look stupid. We have all these projections of what will happen if we take the risk. And it's not really the point. The point is that we're afraid of letting go. It's not so much we're afraid of what will happen. We're afraid of leaving the vantage point that we have of the painting. It's the letting go that's the challenge. And interestingly enough, nine times out of ten, when we do let go, we actually like what happens. But even if we didn't, even if we ended up not liking it so much, after the risk, it doesn't matter. The point is the movement itself, being willing to let go. And someone who experienced this enough, someone who has gone through these sort of cycles enough, who has met resistance again and again and again, and has been willing to take the leap, they realize that this is really where the juice is. It's in the letting go. It's in the creative movement itself, not the product. It doesn't really matter how it turns out. That there's something in the aliveness and the vulnerability and the riskiness of the movement that is what's really satisfying about the creative activity. The product is really secondary. So there is a potential to have a very different relationship to our resistance. Resistance is here to stay. It's not like we're going to get over it. I think that's part of the uh, illusion that we use to kind of beat ourselves, that only if we acted in the right way, only if we got it together, then we'd get beyond our resistance. Then we'd be a whole person. And this is not the case. The fact is, resistance is the natural outcome of meeting the unknown. It's the natural outcome of being willing to be vulnerable to that which we do not yet know, and to enter into the act of giving birth creatively. We're going to meet resistance. But we can begin then to see that not only is it a necessary part of creative action, but it's intelligent, and that it really actually holds the key to the movement. It's telling us where we want to go through our resistance to it. Imagine seeing resistance as a friend rather than a foe. Imagine reading resistance as a call rather than an obstacle. Imagine feeling like there's not something wrong with you because you're resisting, that there's not something that you're not doing that you should be doing, but that it actually has another level to it, that it's our own vulnerability. And the question then becomes, are we willing to be vulnerable? Are we willing to let go? Are we willing to step into the unknown? And this becomes a much friendlier attitude towards ourselves which we can all use. You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.